We are back with the All The Smoke podcast, Simone and Meek. What's up, Simone? Hey, hey. I just figured I would do that because, like, I don't know how long it's been <laughs> since we actually started an episode where we actually introduced ourselves. And if I'm not mistaken, last episode, I don't think we said our names at all. Um, I could be mistaken, but I know sometimes we get right into the shits. And so this time I wanted to take it back a little bit. Um <laughs> Little for nostalgic sake. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm feeling in a semi silly mood right now, so please forgive me in advance. Um, and just for transparency sake, <laughs> I guess. Um, Simone and I are not next to each other right now. <laughs> um, because shit happens. That's why. <laughs> And so because we want to bring you content and be consistent as we've promised, um, we're doing what we got to do. Um, Howsoever, what's up with you, Doug? Man, I can't wait until the week is over. <laughs> that part. That part. So, Respect. You know, grinding it out, trying to get something situated and together with root work. I've got some um, awesome products that I'm working on. Root work, so yes, I love it. So, I love it. Makes sense, yeah. right? Work, 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 work. In the yeah, words of work. Rihanna, <laughs> but this is not how we're opening up the show. It's not a Rihanna show at all. Apparently, it's a Beyonce show. <laughs> Because these chicks are out here losing their minds, dog. Losing their absolute minds. And so I wanted to talk to you about these fucking videos. The first video, and probably most important one, is the joke where the chick ran the bull over with her car. I think twice, if I'm not mistaken. Get out the car, yelling, screaming. She spit on the bull. Yeah, spit on the bull. Took the fucking bumper off the front. Yes. And did a wah, 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 zah, zah on that ass while he was already laying on the ground, barely moving. And so in the video, like the one that I saw, you you kind of see it starting out where um she had already hit him. So, you know, you don't see like the instances of like what happened before the altercation, but she's like yelling and shouting and she's like, I gave you 18 years and something, something, something. Like that's really like the thing that stuck out to me the most is like, she's yelling about it. So I was like, okay, um, this sounds like, um, like some type of domestic dispute where she feels wronged by him in some kind of way. Um, and of course, the, the socials are going crazy about it, right? Like they, they're like speculating everything that could possibly have happened prior to when you got like kind of like differing sides on like um, people's perspectives and judgments on her behavior. Um, you know, of course, people are going to feel different ways about it. Um, but I, I'm not 100% sure, but I think that they said the boy died like at the hospital. Yeah, right. Um, right. So yeah, like she she's like, I gave you 18 years. And now I'm like, and bitch, you about to give him 18 more. Like, 
Mm-hmm. I don't really understand. Um, and I tried. Yeah, I, I tried to come up with all types of musical numbers. Okay. She about to be I in the know. chain gang. Like I says, <laughs> Ooh, baby, what is she doing? I couldn't even watch the, the whole video. Right. Once I kind of put together in my mind like what was happening when she started, you know, yelling about the 18 year thing, I, I already knew what it was, and I'm just like, I can't, I can't. Um, I, 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 I can't imagine what a person could do to to make me do something like that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, in my mind, I'm trying to think about like, what would a person have to do to me? Um, for that to be my recourse. And I'm not saying there's nothing a person could do. But I, but I, but I definitely struggle trying to think like, you know, outside of my children, I don't think it's anything a person could do. And even if it were my children, I certainly, I think, would go about it differently. And that's what I was kind of thinking. Like, I was thinking, all right, right. The nosy part of me is like, where is the rest of the story, right? Which I know is irrelevant, right? It's nothing that she could say to justify her behavior. Um, but I, I was kind of curious, like, what her breaking point was. And so for me, it was like, okay, I gave you 18 years to me, right? Like he wanted to leave or he had done something to suggest um, like a boundary violation, you know, in her eyes i.e. probably cheating, right? Like that's usually what people go to in their minds when they hear people talk that way. And I'm thinking, ain't no way on God's green that no dick or nothing else like that would make me snap to that point. And I understand, right? Don't get me wrong. I understand that that's a significant portion of time to, you know, be in relation with somebody, right? And like, and then, you know, especially if you in this like enmeshed ass, mono ass, you know, mm-hmm. I'm doing everything, giving you everything, you know, I'm not going to cry Mary J. Blige tight, about to blow this motherfucking car up, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I, you know, we've seen it play out, so we know what it looks like, Um, but I've only seen that shit on movies, like, I've never seen, nobody in my fucking squad would or could ever even think about no shit like that, because like, like I said before, you talking about you gave them 18, you about to give them even more. Like, so for why? Like, like for why, right? And so for me, it was like, after I got past the, I'll probably never know the whole story type bit, it was kind of like, it made me jump immediately to not necessarily thinking about what could take me to that point, but thinking about people's resilience, right? Or lack thereof, rather. And then how that takes them to driving behaviors. Right. Because to me, yeah, somebody could do something to hurt you really badly. Somebody could probably do something to hurt me really badly. I'm still trying to figure that out. Right. But to get to the point where you kind of essentially black out because sis was still waiting when the cops got there. Like she didn't give a fuck about bystanders. She saw people with cameras out. She didn't care. She was still yelling, screaming. You know what I mean? She didn't seem particularly um, worried, aggressive or like violent towards anybody else. Right. So it, it literally wasn't that she was just like a quote unquote crazy person. And I use that word, you know, in jest because, you know, not to be offensive, but she didn't seem like a person just completely off her rocker, period. Right. Uh, and a harm to like any and everybody because it was too many people out there for her not to be fucking people up. If that was the case. Oh, no. 
Oh, that was tunnel vision for your ass. I'm going after Harold, and that's not his name. I'm I'm just saying. <laughs> um, but it, it like it definitely made me think about resiliency and like, you know, people's like breaking points. And so for me, I'm thinking that wasn't an isolated situation. Absolutely. Whatever had happened previously wasn't like, you know, it was great, it was gravy, it wasn't, you snapped, no. It was some shit that was going on. Right. And bust you with the fucking bumper. Like, that was not the series of events, right? This was not. And I know this. Yeah, go ahead. This kind of seems like the extreme end of the spectrum, but this is a possible outcome when we keep pummeling people over the head with that stick and stay bullshit. Mm. Because, like you said, this wasn't just that one occasion. There were other instances or red flags, however you want to call it, prior to this situation that both parties could have said, you know what, maybe this is not the best. Maybe at this point we no longer bring out the best in each other and we need to figure out how we can, you know, either fix the problem we're having or tap out separate ways. Tap out. Yeah. Tap out. And that's the thing though, right? Like to me and in, in my apparently twisted viewpoint um i think that's the admirable thing to do right like if i actually give a fuck about you as a person and i see that either my way of being my choices um or the like are hurting you then if i say i care about you then i'm going to want to not hurt you anymore and so if me leaving or me stepping away or pulling this thing away from you because i'm not going to i'm not going to do anything differently i've decided that right then me pulling away is the better thing for us. And the same thing goes for her, right? Like if if I'm making um uh I'm talking to you about my boundaries, right? And I'm making a declaration to you about you know what I would like to see happen, and you tell me you can do it, right? Now a lot of times it's not this like uh you know overt type conversation, unfortunately, right? But if it is these, these are my boundaries, right? This is what I would like to have happen. This is what I would not like to have happen, period, right? And then you tell me you can do it. And then you come back and demonstrate that you cannot do this thing. It's no reason, in my opinion, and I could be minimizing, it's no reason for me to be angry with you about it. What has happened is you have violated our agreement. And therefore, I have choices in that respect. Yeah. Quite honestly, I'm empowered in that respect because I can say, let's make a new agreement. We need to discuss some things, you know, whatever. Or adios, Ariva Derchi. <laughs> like, like seriously, like peace. Like, seriously, it's it's I don't I don't see what the you know hus you know, hustle and bustle and fighting and cackle. Like I don't understand what all of that is about. To the point yeah. where I've made demand after demand after demand that you haven't met, and I'm so angry with you that you won't be who I want you to be, that I'm gonna fucking run you over with my car. Like, period. It's, it's another. It's another. To me, this is also a display of like people say all the time, "Don't play with people's emotions." I've heard right? it, of course. And you know, it's something we kind of like say cavalierly mm-hmm. and I think that everybody you know has some basic understanding of what that means but we don't really um we don't really take that understanding and apply it to our relationships 
No, not like I you should. Some, some shit we just say, <laughs> you know, when other words fail us. And this is one of those situations to me that if it was a, you know, if, if the situation arose as a result of like cheating or something like that, that's egregious in its own. Um, but then to kind of like carry on and not even, um, I, don't, I don't know, I guess to say like slick lying and cause cheating, cheating inherently like involves deception, you know, the idea of yeah, deception mm-hmm. and dishonesty. Mm-hmm. And that makes the that makes the indiscretion even more amplified. Like. Of course, of course, because it's not like that's the thing, right? So usually when people think cheating, um, just for the sake of this, you know, conversation, you know, we'll say that it went to like sexual intercourse, right? Because there there are levels to this shit, right? Everybody would agree there are levels to it, and people view those different intervals differently. But for the sake of this, we'll say that he was stepping out. He had like a whole nother situation, right? And she found out, she probably knew, you know, time and time again, once again, this is speculation for the sake of the conversation. And, you know, this has happened before. Okay, she quote unquote forgave him. Clearly she didn't. He did it again, forgave him, did it again, blah, blah. That type of pattern of behavior is what people would assume would have gotten a person, you know, to this to this level, mm-hmm. right? My thing is, while I agree that you you shouldn't play, you know, around with people. When we say play around with people, we're saying once again, say you can be something and do something and, and you can't. Or you won't. You choose not to, right? Because you could, but you won't. Um, I do agree with that. I think there's some fuck shit with that. I think that in general, adults should operate as adults and be able to communicate. We've seen that that's not always the case. I cannot excuse her behavior, though, even if she feels like she was victimized. Because it's one of them things where, um, to me, not to use... Um, you know, like a judicial term or nothing like that, but that shit is excessive force. Like you, like he cheated on you and you tried to kill him. Like that, that I understand how people like, there are going to be a lot of people that co-sign that shit. We've seen it. This exact conversation started in our group, um, the Yafi ACS group on Facebook. Um, and, you know, for the most part, people were like, nah, you know what I mean? That shit ain't cool. But you had a couple people that did say, well, you know, when you, when you fuck around with people, you know what I mean? And they, and they, you know, they snap type thing. And it's like, yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? Most people aren't going into relationships, doing psych evals and shit. You know what I mean? Testing people, you know, to see how far they could push them and all that shit. Most of the time, that's not the case. So you don't know what you're going to get regardless, right? I might not make dinner one night and the motherfucker I'm fucking with, you know, could be like, you know, bitch, where's my pork chop? Like, that, that is a possibility, right? Between the washer and the dryer. <laughs> right. I'm telling you, I look. <laughs> Okay, between the motherfucking dishwasher and the refrigerator, right? Easy, easy. However, um, this, like, once again, it goes back to a conversation you and I had on a previous episode about where to own this lies. Did this man think, and he could have, right? Because a lot of times you know what you're dealing with. You know who you're dealing with. Right. Did he right. think she would try to kill him, though, as a, re- or as a result of his indiscretion, no matter what the indiscretion was? Probably not. Right now, I imagine she probably talk a lot of shit and her yelling and screaming with him on the ground. She was on some shit. I was like, yeah, you know, I mean, you probably just (laughs) exhibit those behaviors before as well. I don't know if he thought he was going to, you know, lose his life as a result. And so for me, you as a woman know what what you kind of have to lose 
um, with whatever action you chose, what the fuck was you thinking on your ride over that bitch? Wherever you met him at, it looked like it was like some type of mall. Um, what the fuck was that thought like? You know what I mean? On your way to him, you know what I mean? In this situation, all that shit is going to play a part in her um, sentencing, right? They're going to consider that. Was it premeditated? You know what I mean? Or did you happen to be at the mall and seen him with the bitch? Like, did you, like, what happened prior to, and it's going to be less important what he did and more important what the fuck you did before this occurred. And so, like, lose, lose all the way around as far as I'm concerned. Like, I can't excuse her behavior. I'm not saying, my, my comment about not playing with people's feelings wasn't in any way, um, you know, to absolve her of the responsibility. Clearly, in this situation, that responsibility responsibility lies solely at her feet. I think for me, the thing that I'm thinking about is um, when we are not honest about who we are and what our expectations, you know, from the people we are in partnership with, right? Then it makes these, it, like, like I said earlier, it kind of amplifies these um, indiscretions. No, you absolutely right. What it makes me think of, and I'm not saying that I, I disagree with that. I was just trying to make, you know, make something clear. It makes me think of when we talked about the dick pics, right? Like, once you hand it over, <laughs> whatever I choose to do with it is mine now. You know what I mean? So it, it, it reminds me of that situation, right? Once you put some shit like that in my lap, right, you don't know how the fuck I'm going to respond to it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it could be the key, 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 you know what I mean? I can get over this or it could be the key, key, key with my fucking eye winking all crazy. And then you'll know if you're going to have some grits, you know what I mean, for breakfast or a frying pan. You don't know because yeah. once again, you put some shit at somebody, you know, on somebody's lap. And I go back to what I said. Everybody can't handle th- everything the same way. Um, and everybody's mm-hmm. resiliency ain't quite, you know, up to par. Um, me, me personally, you know, you, I know you, that's a, that's a no go for me. So I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm a head out, right. In the old SpongeBob me, I'm a head out, right. Cause I don't ha- I don't feel like I have to, like you said, stick and stay. Um, that's never been like a thing for me. It's kind of like, you know, this has reached this expiration. Look, let me tell you something. This is absolutely true. Right. And you know, we've, we've talked about this before. I'm a serial monogamous ass bitch, right? I've always been in them situations. And then it'll be one minute we together. And next minute I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm done with that. Like, I, like it, it's whenever I feel like the course of the fucking, you know, we've run our course. It is what yeah, it is. It's done. It's over. It's done. I don't have to look the fuck Thanks back. Out. Out. Good night. <laughs> that part. On my Russell Simmons. <laughs> On my fucking <laughs> Russell Simmons. Like, it is what it is. Like, it's whenever I feel like this isn't serving me. And if it's not serving me, I'm damn sure not serving you. Like, I know me. So, like, that's not a thing. You know what I mean? And and once again, I understand everybody, you know, ain't on that type of time. It actually reminds me of a conversation I just had probably to, was it today or yesterday? I don't know. My fucking days is running together. But I think it was today. And I was talking to somebody about, like, marriage and shit. And we were talking about, um, well, I had mentioned that I never was a fan of like the to death do you part shit um, because it implies that once I make this decision right now, I'm locked in for life and can't make another decision. And I know that, right. If that wasn't, if that was the case, then we wouldn't have divorce. 
But the idea that we even put that in as like a caveat has always been weird for me because that ain't how real life works. What I'm talking to you about today is what the fuck we talking about today. How I feel right now is how I feel right now. Nothing is promised. Nothing is guaranteed. I can't tell you, you know, if five years from now I'm being the same place emotionally, spiritually, physically, financially as I am right now today. And so, yeah. Humans humans are ever evolving. Like you said, like, we aren't the same person at every stage in our life. And so if I ain't the same person, I know you ain't going to be the same person. Shit, I hope you ain't the same motherfucker. I hope you right. I hope you ain't the same motherfucker. I hope that we can grow, um, you know, on a on a continuum at some point, you know, moving in similar um forms and fashion. Probably not linear, right? That's not, you know, once again, not a quantifiable thing. But hopefully we're both evolving, right? We're we're hopefully both growing, right? But like you said, if we not, I might look back and be like, ew. Like, you know what I mean? I unfriend you. Like, the fuck? And I I have that right. And it shouldn't be anything about it that is, you know, held against me um, or anything like that. So the idea that, like, something happened with this person, she ain't like it, she felt hurt by it, and that was her her decision and her retribution, um, that's a no for me. (laughs) Like, Two thumbs down. Definitely out of pocket. <laughs> Zero stars would not recommend murder. Like, what the fuck? Like, bitch, now. But there was also another video. Because apparently, yeah. once again, bitches be wildin'. Um, with a chick who, and this was a less popular, um, pop, popular video and, like, less frequently circulated. But I happened to come across it. Video comes on, chick is dead smack, dead center in the middle of homeboy fucking windshield in his vehicle. How she got there, unbeknownst to me. But she is in the fucking video and the bull is in his door looking like he's scared to come outside, which I wouldn't blame him, right? Because if a motherfucker is going to do that, once again, like the other chick, you don't know where the fuck they going to go, right? And she's yelling like, like... You don't give a fuck about your life. I know you don't give a fuck about mine in this moment. Period. Period. You ain't life ain't friends today. Like, <laughs> period. Like, she's standing in the fucking windshield, screaming for him to come outside about God knows what. His friend is there. His homeboy is there and shit. And the cops are called. And, you know, once again, making up a scenario in my mind, I'm pretty sure he ain't want to have to call the police for multiple reasons, right? Namely, black on black shit. You don't want to have to involve law enforcement in a dispute because you never know how that's going to play out, right? But also, as a man, and this is, you know, my, like, me surmising, I could imagine there's some level of embarrassment um, with having to call almost for, like, backup because this woman that you thought you knew is acting in a way unfamiliar to you. And so he calls the police. They get there, two officers, um, two, two male officers, a white officer and a black officer and thank goodness they were trying to like reason with her and try well that part was like y'all got that but you know they weren't like super aggressive or assertive or anything like that they were trying to calmly talk to her um get some understanding trying to help her and shit she's like fuck y'all cussing them out i'm like lord lady they about to tase you like but they chill helped her get out the windshield which i know had to be ridiculously painful um pulled her out 
And then she had to be seen by EMS because your whole motherfucking abdomen says if that was the way you was trying you like lose a fupa or something, once again, don't recommend. Don't recommend. Her, her whole shit around the midsection was like scraped all up or whatever, whatever. So she had to be seen. Well, he finally decides to come out his doorway to go down. He's like, gonna go talk to them and shit. But I know he had some reservations about that shit. She know where the fuck he lives. So you imply a certain thing about their relationship that way, unless she was a flat out stalker. Like, you looking like, bitch, I thought I knew you. Um, and now you done did some shit to let me know I don't. You know what I mean? And and I'm just like, yo, what's what's happening with people right now? Yeah. I didn't see, so I didn't see this video. Even though we talked about it, I didn't see it then. I haven't seen it yet. Um, I can only imagine what that shock is like. When you see this thing play out and you're in the middle of it, I couldn't imagine what that would be like like what the fuck did i walk up on i couldn't imagine being the fucking homeboy because i know i know buddy wanted to like cackle a little bit because of how his homeboy was in the doorway yeah. or like peeking out and shit like i ain't yeah, coming you know out so. i know how our sense of humor is child so i can only fucking imagine the homeboy like come on out here <laughs> fuck is you doing in the doorway you know because yeah. like at one point um the officer had asked for his car keys because he like, you know, trying to get her off the car. It's like, you know, whatever they thought was going to be the move, right? They needed to call the fucking uh, safe light people. But, you know, he's like, get the, get the keys or whatever. He like, I ain't coming out there. So he get the keys to the homeboy. And I know the homeboy like, nigga, I know the fuck you don't expect me to go down there with the bitch. Like, you won't come outside, but you want me to go down there? So I don't know what ended up happening to her because the video just ends with um them putting her in the ambulance for EMS to um look at her. I'm hoping that she's okay. They they'll probably take her to the precinct, but they'll probably also get a psyche valve. Um because yeah. once again, what the fuck? Like <laughs> you didn't be like really what in the entire um would possess somebody. Cause how the fuck did you get in there, sis? That's all I want to know. Once again, my nosy ass, how I don't give a fuck what he did. How you get in the windshield, sis? And it was perfectly shaped like a fucking tutu around her waist. <laughs> like, not a near, like, nothing else looked like it was broken. They asked them for the keys, so therefore, I'm assuming the windows weren't broken. I mean, you did a high you get and, like, yeah. jumped in. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you are the last dragon. Like, what the fuck is it? The bitch possessed the power of the glove. That's all I know. That's all I know. I'm done. I'm yeah. Dead. I'm this dead. Shit, this shit, maybe not as extreme, but you know, I'm a, I'm a super investigation discovery fan. Yeah. Like, oh, fucking shows. This shit remind me of who the bleep that I marry. <laughs> yeah. All right, maybe they wasn't married, but I know few niggas who was sitting around like, who the fuck is this bitch? <laughs> who the fuck is this bitch? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and if he wasn't thinking that. He should have been thinking that. Yes. But you know, I fuck with, with the ID channel too. And they got like fucking shows like snapped on that motherfucker. So that's the thing, right? Once again, and I won't walk back what I said about any of the videos, but we like women notoriously are the ones that watch those programs, right? Snap, yes. who to believe that I marry. Um, it's another journal. I've been at your house and fucking watched. I can't remember what it's called. But any of those type shows, 
Y'all might not watch the shit as men, but y'all heard about the motherfucking shit. Y'all have heard about this shit to the extent that like there are certain shit, certain signs to look out for and shit, certain like behavioral changes, certain like if y'all talking or arguing or like getting into some like highly emotive shit. Discovery that gave these niggas the blueprint. Period. This is how we go down. Yes. Pay attention. <laughs> Class is in session. <laughs> like, if she start cracking the fuck up and you snapping, you eh, you probably should head towards the door. Like, I don't understand why this shit is cool. I will say this, though, right? I will say this. We in our community, unfortunately, and we, we, you and I have talked about this repeatedly, and I'm sure it's come up. Um, a lot of these things that we talk about have come up as themes in, in, you know, episodes that we talk about. But it's the way in which we were taught to demonstrate and recognize love. And it's as fucked up as it sounds. Any type of little, you know, aggressive, you know, overly like assertive, you know, cussing out, you know, behavior type shit that could have been displayed before was brushed the fuck off as she was just frustrated. She was just upset. She was just mad. Um, but it's cool. And a lot of times, just like we teach women about signs for like abuse, we really need to be getting back at our lessons with our men because there are fucking signs as well that say, cuckoo, cuckoo. This bitch about to turn into Annabelle. Like all we ever are taught about is Chucky. Fuck that child's play shit. There are motherfuckers out here on some Annabelle shit, and I'm talking this shit, right, while I'm sitting in my son's room with all these stuffies, by the way. And if any of these motherfuckers move yet a fuck, fuck an inch, a centimeter, millimeter, y'all gonna hear some ruffling in the fucking background, okay, while all these fucking stuffies is facing me while I'm talking about these dolls. Anyway, I digress. Yes, but investigation discovery, absolutely. I think what's wild is if this happens so frequently there is an entire television network dedicated mm. to reenacting these situations as a form of entertainment mm. and as much as i love the show even i have to admit socially there's something wrong with that premise yeah as much as i enjoy watching it i think it is entertainment um but these are people real lives yeah, it's also really informative too. We talked about that. I know some shit that I ain't know before, you know. Yes. So, you know. But to speak to your point, um, one of the things that mom used to tell me all the time, she used to bring to my attention, which I thought was really interesting, was that um networks play to for entertainment purposes, play to kind of what's big and going on at the time, right? Social. Right. So it would make sense that they would put out these type of programs. Because in the background, whether we hear about every story or not, these are fucking cases that are tried on a regular basis. These type of domestic cases, um, you know, involves like, you know, manslaughter and murder and all this shit, because that's what's happening in real life around us. The same thing, like when court shows was like came out, they were super popular. That's what type shit that, you know, what was going on around us. The same things with the Maury's and the Jerry's and the you know, whatever. So they do say that is that's before people realize what reality TV was. We've been watching it forever. 
it ain't the you know loving hip hops and the you know even the real world. We had some shit even that predated that that kind of showed us, you know what I mean, what was going on around us. No sidebar. Don't know if you know this. <laughs> um, Cops is the longest running reality TV series. Mmm. Cops is. Mmm. Okay. And so, like you said, we've been here reality TV. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the term is new, but we've been seeing people's real life played out on TV screens. Mm-hmm. Bad boys, bad boys. <laughs> I definitely used to watch that before I even peeped how fucking mm-hmm. toxic and fucked up yes. that show was. Um, you talking about uh, subliminals, right? You talking about subliminals, like you don't even peep what you're being inundated yeah. with um, from the media, all forms of media, until you get old enough to sit back, you know. And you want shit more quiet and calm down and slow down. Next thing you know, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. To me, that's the real idea, the idea of being woke, right? Is when you can do that. Um, but I believe it. I mean, we've been watching cops since when the fuck did that come out? Like, wasn't that out in like the early nineties or some shit like that? Maybe earlier? It's not it's not earlier. Yeah, I remember being a little kid. Yeah. Cops. Me too. But I also remember the first episode of The Real World. Oh, that, The Real World was my shit. Yeah, and thinking that that was like, yo, get the fuck out of here. You about to put these people together that don't know yeah. each other and, you know, see what's real. Stop being real. Yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Like, at one point, I wanted to sign up for that, Joan. Like, I was, like, super interested in the hey. dynamic. Hey. Yeah, yeah, glad I didn't know. But, um, yeah, absolutely. I think that, um, like I said, it's something to be said about, you know, people's breaking points. It's something to be said about recognizing signs. It's something to be said about knowing that you have not failed as a person or in a relationship because you've decided that this ain't it no more. Yeah. Um, and I think that's perfectly fine. I think it's perfectly fine. Um, I do also think though, because you know how my mind is, you know, it's like the sidebar to the sidebar. <laughs> um, <laughs> how, I don't know why you laugh at that shit. I say it all the time. I say it to you all the time. But because you know how my mind works, like I, it runs on like 50,000, I don't know, it's like 50,000 VCUs or some shit like that. I don't know. Anyway, um, Thinking about uh, the idea of feeling like you failed um, as a person or in a relationship when some shit didn't work the way you initially thought it would made me also think, right? So I had to check myself recently. And you know how I am. We, we say this seriously, but we joke about it all the time about me kind of being the eternal optimist and you kind of being the eternal pessimist. And even though that shit is very extreme, um, you know, there, there's like just some merit in that, right? Because like, obviously I have my days and you have your days, you know, where the roles are reversed. But in general, I would say for the most part, I'm a pretty like upbeat person. I'm a pretty um conceited glass half full um type person. And even when I don't or, or, or you know, I'm not in that space for myself, one of like, I thought was like my superpowers 
is that I usually can give that to other people, right? It, it usually makes me feel good as a person when I can make other people feel good as well. And so I had like one of those epiphany moments that you have that come across, you know, um, on occasion where I was sharing what I thought was fucking Kool-Aid with a friend of ours. And she was saying that, you know, she was, you know, having a rough day and, you know what I mean? Like she was feeling kind of down and, you know, all of this stuff. And here I come, right? Because in the moment I could have not said anything, right? She ain't asked me for shit. She ain't say like, what do you think? Or what should I do? Or she was just talking. She was just venting. Not even like, it wasn't even that deep. She was just saying, right? And so here the fuck my ass go on some, I'm going to try to like put a bandaid on this shit, right? Like I'm going to try to not fix it, but... I'm going to distract you. I'm going to take your mind off of this thing. I'm going to give you a different perspective, so to speak, right? So I started on my shit. You're great. You're wonderful. You know, I love you. The fucking world loves you. You know, your smile brings sunshine, you know, on a cloudy day, right? Um, Seriously, like on my shit, you know how I get. And while she was very, you know, grateful and, you know, thankful and all that shit and I, you know, I think she felt good, you know, at least in the moment and, you know, whatever. I had to think, like, it took me probably, like, a few minutes to, like, process and be like, hey, yo, bitch. <laughs> like, it's okay to not feel okay every moment of every fucking day. God damn, you don't feel good all day, every fucking day. So why is it that I felt, and I'm, you know, using I statements in the moment that I had to come and try to like erase some of her like uh, melancholy, you know, her sadness, her whatever it was. I didn't even know the extent because she didn't share all the details, right? But I feel like people like me do that. And we need to check ourselves and saying sometimes it's cool just to fucking listen. And sometimes it's cool just to be like, I'm here if you need me. You know what I mean? If you want to talk further about it, you know, cool. Or, you know, I hope you feel better. Or whatever the fuck, just leave it right there. Like, I hear you. You know what I mean? <laughs> or whatever. Like, maybe people feel uncomfortable to just sit there. They got that weird-ass silence. You know what I mean? You, like, sitting there even, like, begging for the crickets to start chirping because it's that fucking quiet. I think it actually is one of them times where it makes the other person feel uncomfortable. I think if I didn't say anything, I had to realize I'm probably going to feel uncomfortable and I'm not making this shit about me and the fuck it ain't about me. Yeah. I, well, first, we do that because, because we love those people, right? Yeah. And I, that person is still going to go through their process. Whatever that process is, you know, for them to, um, you know, move through and navigate these feelings, they're still going to go through that. And I think it's just a reminder, like, hey, you're loved, you know, you're wanted, you're valued, even while you go through this difficult process, even while you navigate, you know, your feelings around in this event that happened, it's just a reminder that you're loved. And it's, and it's not saying, you know, that it's not okay to be okay, because it absolutely is. But I think that I know for me a lot, when things are really heavy for me, I draw into myself, mm-hmm. and that is a part of my process. That's how I navigate, you know, overwhelming feelings and emotions. I got to sit with them myself. It's not, you encouraging me is not going to, you know, change that path of how I work through. 
But it is absolutely nice to be reminded that even in my shit, I'm still valued, I'm still loved, um, that I still have, you know, gifts to offer. And I think that more than anything, that's what I think about it, that it's not so much of, you know, not allowing this person to not be okay. It's more like a reminder. Yeah, it's okay to not be okay. And while you're navigating these feelings, just be reminded that people love you and that people value you. No, I, I, I get that. And you're 110% right um, in that regard. I think for me, though, I have to stop for a second and say, you ain't got to try to, you know, help work this shit out for them. You know what I mean? You don't have to try to make it okay for them. You know what I mean? That It, it, it would have been just as fine for me to say, you know, I'm sorry that this is what you're experiencing and it's okay not to be okay. Because I know for me, a lot of the time, as talkative as I am, right? as you know encouraging expressive supportive and all the stuff that I, I try to be um when I'm going through my shit I'm not overly sharing either you know what I mean I do take my own process as well I do retreat as well um you'll just go in hiding period like you'll take your whole self and be the fuck going right and I you know okay but me I'm still very present I'm still you know very much around people I'm still very there but whatever it is that I'm going through I'm I'm doing that um, in tandem to like all the outside world shit that I'm doing. And so I could imagine that there are times when, you know, I'm walking around with a smile and in the inside I ain't necessarily feeling very fucking smiley. You know what I mean? And so I don't want to put that same type of pressure on anyone else by saying, you know, you're all of these things, which they are in an attempt to, you know, not, it attempts to almost, um, like I said, eradicate whatever their circumstances is ridiculous as it sounds, right? Because nothing I could say when somebody is going through something is going to change what they're going through. But I want them to know, I want everybody to know that not only is it okay to not be okay, but you ain't got to fake the shit through either. Because yeah. me saying all the shit I was saying, I could see the person's face as I was talking to them and thinking, I know that regardless, you're going to push a smile. And you're going to push a smile for me, not necessarily for you. You're going to push it for me because that's one of the ways in which you're demonstrating this gratitude that you feel for what you know I'm attempting to do. You know what I mean? So I think that, you know, it very much makes me think of like the strong black woman shit, you know, mantra that we've all been taught, you know, that it's not cool to do anything that has been deemed um, not strong. Right. Anything, even if something as human as fucking sadness, as human as depression, as human as, you know, anger for women, not for men, because y'all going to be angry whenever the fuck y'all get ready, apparently. But, you know, any of those other feelings um, other than gracious, happy, you know, amicable, pleasant, quiet, <laughs> you know, meek and, and all of that shit. Anything outside of that is absolutely unacceptable. And I don't want anybody connected to me to think that they can't be their whole authentic self, whatever that is, whatever that looks like, minus jumping feet first into windshields or running motherfuckers over with cars, spitting and busting them with bumpers. That's, that's where I draw the line with, with, with the people in my circle. Because um, we visit snow prisons. Um, 
just to throw that out there, just in case anybody was thinking about pulling some fuck shit. ATS um, does not endorse or advocate violence of that kind, and we do not write nor visit prisons. Um, so yeah, like, but no, on some real shit, I, I want to know that the people around me feel comfortable being whoever they are um, in my presence and not have to be like, you know, cool all the time. Cause none of us are cool all the fucking time. Um, so that was, like I said, that was a, like a, like a lesson for me. Um, it was a reminder. I'm sure something has come up for me before, but it was one of those like light bulb moments where I was like, Oh shit, you're doing it again. Um, Cause that's, that's a part of who I am. You know what I mean? And it's one and of those- I, think, I think it's hard. I think that we, it is. black women, we already get beat up so much mm-hmm. by the outside world. So that whenever you get a moment to kind of reaffirm another black woman, um, that this idea of allowing them their space to process almost kind of takes the back seat mm-hmm. because we already recognize how, um, you know, collectively how devalued we are, how, how we're seen. And so I know for me, at least, this is, I know I got to help you hold your head up. I got to help you, you know, fix that crown because we are already overwhelmed and inundated with um, negative images about us. So like to kind of reaffirm, um, you know, other black women, especially when they're feeling um, less than themselves. Yeah you know, almost kind of, you know, supersedes the idea of allowing this person um, space and grace to navigate whatever, you know, feelings they're having in that moment. Space and grace, child. Yes. But see, you know that edification shit for other people is almost, to me, like group sex is for you. I'm like, <laughs> like, like the response I get, right, from people, I'm like, ooh, move faster, move faster, move. Like, that shit, I don't know what it is, and maybe it's not as altruistic as I thought, but that shit really, like, like you were talking about, you know, fixing the crown, adjusting the crown, you know what I mean, helping us to hold her head up, that helps to, like, straighten my, you know what I mean, posture a little bit, you know what I mean, and who I feel like I am and how I represent, um, you know, us as a collective, you know what I mean, that's, that's very important yeah. to me, and I mean, of course, players fuck up, right? But for the most part, and it, it, it's, that's the thing, it doesn't take a lot, right? It's not like, you know, I have to get up and put like a character on. It's like, it, it really is a part of who I am. But I've recognized that when I'm not in that space, you know what I mean? When, I, when I'm not doing those things, I take a hit for it. It's, it's like the way I respond when I don't get enough sun. You know what I mean? I take a hit for that shit and I have to be okay with that. But I also have to realize my limitations and not trying to take too much shit on because that backfires on me and the other person. The pressure I'm putting yeah. on myself, the pressure I'm then putting on them, you know, all those things kind of work together um, to make one big empowerment soup. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, I just want to be, like I said, I want to be careful and I want to be conscious and I want to be um, considerate in my approach when I'm dealing with people in my fucking tribe and my circle. Um, yeah. because that is important to me. That's very important to me. So should I be the awkward one? Like I feel like I'm always awkward when somebody around me is expression expressing emotions that I that I don't know how to. Um, you know, I don't want to say 
and I don't know how to digest, but I can't think of a better word right now. Girl, you remind me of the motherfucker. Like if somebody started like sobbing or something around you, you like, do I do I touch it? Like how do you do do you water this? Like what the fuck do you do? Should I offer you tissue? Should I not? I don't know what to do. Should I step off if I leave? Are they gonna take us some type of way? Should I like you be (laughs) You would think you would think that I don't cry, right? Because seeing other people cry makes me like, uh, ooh. Yeah. You know the fucking gift. You know how we always talk about memes and gifts and shit like that, right? You know the fucking gift that I use all the time with the confused cat? And the yeah. motherfucker <laughs> with the fucking eyes and shit be all shifty or whatever. If y'all don't know what I'm talking about, type confused cat. It don't matter what fucking image pop up. All of them are appropriate for what the fuck we talking about, right? Fuck you for putting me in this situation where I gotta figure out how to support you. I don't wanna console you. I don't wanna have you be having like the fucking school dance hug and shit with patting them on the back with your fingertips and shit. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I don't know why I'm weird in that way, but I am like and I I, there are people I absolutely love the people in my circle. Yes. Absolutely do. I think it's just really hard for me because I don't often express my emotions in that way outwardly. Yeah. It's hard. For, I, I usually don't know what to do. So in those situations, I usually am quiet and think of other ways I could be of service. Like, all right, well, let me go make you some tea. <laughs> let me make a beeline for the fucking kitchen to get the hell away from you. <laughs> <laughs> let me make you some tea. I mean, help you up today, and I straighten up your, I straighten up the house while you nap. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love this person, and I want to be of service to them in this moment. Yes. Um, but if that service requires me to also, I, not show emotion, because I can show emotion, but I don't know. I always think of you know things that I can do. Hmm to help this person process not so much things that I could say. Yeah, you're like, like, I'm forcing on you, I'm forcing on you that your love language in this moment is acts of service. So let me go. (laughs) I'm going to do this. Kind words, I don't know what I'm supposed to say here. What do you want from me? I know you still think that that made me a horrible person because have some anecdotal like response to give them <laughs> you know what I mean some like tough girl shit yeah. to give them some like it's okay even if you're saying like it's okay to cry like you, I could see your stoic ass face while you're saying yeah. okay take all the time that you need like, like <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I am like this but child I let me know. tell you something if you see me cry or if I see you cry Lord knows we might fuck around and be like the girl with the goddamn cork. Yeah. I'm like, who the fuck did it? Yeah. What happened? Where they at? Period. 
Vaseline. Yeah. Take off the earrings. I ain't got on anyway. I'm wrapping my short ass hair up in the scarf with the fuck. Period. Because even when I'm up in the house and me crying about something, oh, it's a done done. It's something a done. Yes, it's a done button. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. 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 It's, ooh, baby, what have you and done? 2020 is going, ain't no telling what that something is. Child, speak about it. Talk about it. <sighs> I'm not going to call it the, I'm not going to wish it for nothing. I promise okay. you that. Okay, all I'm saying, I'ma just say it like that. In the there is, I love y'all. If y'all are my people, even if you're not my fucking people, if I have any type of access to you, influence over you, be who you are. It to be whoever that is, your most authentic self that's constantly gonna be evolving. I recognize that, but that's cool too. I'll come to learn whoever the new person is. <laughs> Period. I, you know, I me, mean? I accept uh, and expect my people to do the same thing for me. And that's just, that's it and that's all. <laughs> like, yeah. period. Like, I mean, like I said, we said we evolve. And obviously in that moment, you know what I mean? I had to come to learn some shit about myself, so. I think that one of, one of the things that I love about us is that each stage in our transition, that we've both been open to meeting the new person. Yes. Like, the new person we've evolved into, we've both been open to meeting who that new person was. Absolutely. Or was becoming, I should say. And luckily for us, we like, I fucks with her. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Keep doing that. That, that, look, that, look, that, this, look, that shade of that look real good on you, girl. Like, that shade look real good. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, no. We're, we're very fortunate to have each other. Um, you know what I mean? Whatever you want to attribute that to, you know, the goddess, the universe, whatever. All of them. I say all of them. And, um... You know, I could only wish that other people out there have relationships that they, you know, hold dear and value as closely as we do one another. Absolutely. Um, and if you don't, get you one. <laughs> yeah, it's going to change your life. Yep. Girl. 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 Um, in the meantime, in between time, we want to give a shout out to the UX for a podcast. Yaffy. Yaffy. That is our brother podcast. Um, with Basim the Dream and King C's, also known as Cortez. Um, they record Facebook Live every Saturday night, 8 p.m. Check them out. Um, and also give a shout out to The World Is Yours radio show with Andre. Andre no excuses. No excuses. <laughs> Mr. Da, da, da. I can't believe he said that shit. Um, that is Thursday nights. I believe it's also 8 p.m. Um, there's Eastern Standard Time on Facebook. Um, two both dope ass shows. We co-sign the fuck out of them. We love them to death. Uh, you all you already mentioned uh, root work, soapery. Um, keep your eyes and ears to the ground for that shit. And last it's but coming, not I least, it's coming. Last but not least is she essentials. Um, Definitely check that shit out. That's, you know, that's my curls be popping. That's not even her tagline, but I say this shit so much. I'm about to just say, like, look, you should just use that as something because my curls be popping. My curls be popping. Pop. Pop. I mean, it's, it's, it's the truth, but it's, you know, whatever. So, um, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Can't forget either. Infinity Candles by DJ. The essence goes yeah. on and on and on and on. Um, Once again, 
it don't say that many ones. It's like the essence goes on and on. But I'm me. So, you know, Meek say what she want. She do what she want. It is what it is. We love y'all for listening. Till next time. Peace.